And we're back for another episode of Meatball Thoughts. I'm your host, Tomas Sebastian. And for a bi-weekly or weekly, I'm not really sure how I'm releasing these things anymore. I kind of mixed, <laughs> I mixed it up a little bit. That ass. I mixed up a couple of weeks and like I put two guests out back to back when I should have put one of ours. Mm. Like the the Montreal one, and I oh. fucked up, I fucked up the order. But anyways, my biweekly co-host, <laughs> Howdy, Matthew Parker, Max Taylor, Howdy, Matthew Parker, Max Howdy Taylor. Yeah, let's see, go. See, you're finally getting used to it after <laughs> after four weeks of me saying Howdy. Ah, fuck it, I'm I'm used to you being an asshole. What? <laughs> um, <laughs> nice. Yeah. So, back. how are you feeling? I'm How's good. life? Yeah, you're looking been... good. Your shorts look fucking a little high, but that's okay. <laughs> First day of maybe maybe the maybe year. the camera will pick it up maybe yeah, the my, the time oh my, lapse will pick tattoos. it up hey there you go um yeah I'm good it's been busy last couple of weeks we had like a bunch of events back to back um some filming and uh, podcasting with the SoFly crew hmm. I noticed you didn't give fun. us a shout out thanks I did on the podcast for real I think so pretty sure oh uh, maybe they cut it out yeah they might have edited it I don't know fair enough. They were like, they probably listened to an episode. They're like, well, we can't fucking. <laughs> they, uh, <laughs> not good for our brand. <laughs> they edited it. We recorded it that morning and then they edited it and, and like, they put it an hour, day. an hour, yeah, after we recorded like it. Like, as soon as they finished, they were like, much. okay, now we have to re listen and yeah. edit. There's probably somebody marking down times and being like, exactly, we'll cut this, we'll cut this, yeah. we'll cut this. Yeah. And then we had to leave to go grab fish. So, yeah. No, it was Fuck. fun. Um, super cool. We went to go fly fishing uh, and do kind of like a catch and cook or um, like cooking on the side of the river kind mm-hmm. of video, videography Dude, I, thing. I would love to sit down with fucking Aldo because like mm-hmm. Aldo is a fucking uh, 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 a restaurant fucking mm-hmm. goon. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like Peroni old school goon. Yeah, like, yeah. Can make a cocktail like nobody else. Yeah. Like damn fucking talented. Yeah, he's really good at fishing. And <laughs> dumb knowledgeable about fucking... Yeah. fish i I know yeah. when when he worked at people's he was super he would just chat with like he would chat at me because i'm dumb and i don't know anything about <laughs> fishing i'd be like are you fucking for real you're like yeah. that into fly fishing he'd be like yeah, yeah man i think i'm fucking yeah he's been fishing i work like at fucking whole life yeah yeah it's crazy yeah so that was super cool it was uh it was weird for like me and john to be like the center of attention and be like mm. filmed and we had to basically do some product placement for this grill, which is actually kind of cool. It's called the Shank Co. Grill. Okay. And it's basically like hammered in. It's like a spike and you hammer it into the, wherever you're cooking basically. Cool. And it has like an adjustable rack that fits a, um, cast iron pan and then it also has a grill and you can kind of like do both at the same time. And it's like all adjustable, but it like it's, and you can like put in your backpack and like bring it in. It's really cool. Yeah. A little expensive for for my taste. Yeah, I was gonna say that. But sound, um, it doesn't sound fucking cheap. But I'm yeah. sure they got given it to fucking exactly. So that that was the sponsor sponsored for the whole by. weekend, which was great. Rad. Yeah. So we got to you know cook on top of that thing, and it was it was actually like super practical. Like it actually like really helped for all the stuff that we had to do. Mm. Um, yeah, we did like a two course meal like literally right on the river, which was super fucking fun. And uh, with our fish, and uh, then like immediately after, we had a sushi omakase event at uh, Sakai Bar for the next couple of days so it's like back to back <laughs> i know i wanted to fucking yeah. i wanted to make it out for that but i was just like well there'll be another one i can't yeah okay yeah. good uh june 14th and 15th tuesday wednesday tuesday wednesday yeah Ooh, that might work yeah yeah worst case on but in the evening Freshwater right? sushi yeah in the evening okay cool yeah 
Okay, maybe I can make it. It does have pairings included, but I'm sure we can chat with Stu and be like, hey, man, uh, he doesn't drink. Yeah. Can you imagine? You have to fucking. $225, and then you're just like, half of that is just paying for sake. Yeah. Yeah, fuck. No, I'm sure we can work something out. Um, But, dude, that's fucking really exciting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, 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 it was funny because like I listened to, to, I guess, most of the episode, not the whole mm-hmm. episode, maybe. Uh, you guys showed it at the end, but, um, I just like hearing the amount of times that they were all just like, John, the mic. Yeah. <laughs> You're not just talking to us, John. You're talking to like yeah, hundreds was... or thousands of other people who also listen to this yeah. shit, like, and or watching on YouTube. They're just watching mm-hmm. us fucking shove a mic in your face like can you just take the fucking hint and yeah. like because i imagine they didn't want you to like pick it up it probably had like a stand or something right no they didn't have a stand uh there was six of us on the podcast so yeah. we had to share mics six to me six and people, john four mics so yeah six people Five three mics. mics three mics yeah so each there was a uh, holy shit nope sorry four mics six people so yeah. so mitch had his own on a broom boom yeah and then aldo had his own and then Adis and uh, Yolma had one. Yeah. And they were sharing and, then and then you me and John, John were, sharing. were sharing. So like we kind of like had to switch back and hand each like other the pass it though. Like, exactly. That's pass what, the yeah. paddle. Yeah. Yeah. Like if, so yeah. If like, anybody so remembers I answered playing one question fucking video John, games back in the 2000s. Yeah. But John was like so funny. He's like saying all this like amazingly factual information about freshwater fish and all this stuff. And then you just like be like, yeah, you know, no, no. And the most important thing that you have to remember is that. <laughs> just like, like john put the mic to your face like john just fucking like yeah. if you have to deep throw it we don't care yeah okay literally like that thing already has he gets nervous with things in his in his mouth you know I mean? <laughs> in and in, in around his face yeah well sorry for his wife um ta- <laughs> don't worry he'll never He's listen to this shit um <laughs> ex-wife sorry my bad oh my god kidding <laughs> it's a joke yeah just no, joking we love you john if you ever listen to this um yeah, it was a good weekend. Yeah, it, I was like, I was listening to the whole time and I was mm-hmm. just like, oh man, these guys are, you guys are fucking nerds. And like, not like I didn't already know mm-hmm. this about you, right? But it's like, it's so nice to hear you and John just kind of have a nerd out session with guys who like, you know, you and John have both been like excited mm-hmm. to be like, you should come out fishing with us. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. that sounds exciting for like, in like a meditative way to me, not, yeah. not in like a. I give a shit about look fucking at flies. Yeah. Like I don't, yeah. I don't care about whatever the fuck that fly's name is. Like mm-hmm. I care about hanging out with my friends. I mm-hmm. care, care about hanging out with people I love and mm-hmm. touching water and like yeah. having a fire or something like that. You know, yeah. that's, that's where I get going. But mm-hmm. like you guys, it was fucking so much fun mm-hmm. to like, listen to you guys just full nerd out on fish and yeah. fucking, reels and like shit that i just yeah, don't yeah. know anything about is really yeah. cool when they were all just like yeah and matt shows up with this fucking ancient Ross shit that's reel, like yeah. insanely fucking they were all just like you could tell they yeah. all had chubbies just thinking about yeah. your fucking <laughs> ross reel yeah you're like and i'm just they're, like yeah uh, i guess ross is a cool guy i don't know man yeah. but like <laughs> yeah they're like crazy expensive reels and i just inherited okay. it from my dad so yeah and it's like vintage and they're all just like whoa yeah it's cool. all the the hipster fucking love of vintage shit yeah it's pretty cool. like, do you have a record that speaks about it? And then John oh. was like freaking out. He was just like, yeah, it was like so annoying when a master started fishing because like he shows up with all this crazy gear. <laughs> He's like in a loving way though. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you kind of want to kill me and take sounds, my fishing gear. Sounds like you're, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, was, uh, it was a cool weekend and mm. cool to like 
you know be with like-minded people but also like mm. kind of progress the brand forward and like show our fish and how it can be cooked and stuff like that yeah and yeah. well and the importance of just like treating it properly like mm. when they were like they were nerding out about your whole fuck about john's fucking rice they were like oh, it's this amazing yeah. and it's like yeah dude it's just rice but it's like it's not just rice mm-hmm. right obviously it's yeah, taking cool. you guys years to cook rice like mm-hmm. this properly yeah and like and then to serve it with like some beautifully grilled fish yeah. or i think you guys did one, one course birch. is grilled right yeah yeah well yeah one course was smoked and it was like raw it was like a sashimi and then yeah. the second one was grilled fish yeah and it's like fucking just like killer shit that you're like yeah man fish doesn't have to be dog shit it doesn't have, it doesn't to, be have fried to be in fucking a pan with butter fried and, yeah like yeah. doesn't exactly. have to taste like fucking burnt yeah just because you're exactly. fuck, like <laughs> yeah. like it doesn't have to taste like burnt fucking butter or oil mm. or fucking Whatever yeah, the fuck fry. it is. Like, yeah, it doesn't have to be breaded and yeah, gone exactly. to shit. Like, it can just be something that's, like, just grill it, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't, like, have the knowledge that you guys have, it's, mm-hmm. like, you can still just, you don't have to fucking just take some skewers with you and fucking yeah. skewer a filet and fucking mm-hmm. hold it over some fire, and you're fucking laughing. Like, yeah. It, even if you didn't have, I'm sure you guys had a bunch of tools with you and like, yeah, we brought shits, like a bunch of coolers. Right. Like, like you, you had, you we had, had like, all the gear you knew you'd need, yeah. but like, even if someone who was just like, even if someone who's just like, doesn't know a lot as much about food as you guys do, mm-hmm. they could still, like, it's still a very approachable kind of mentality. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that's part of where the stove came in handy, like the, the little, yeah. the, the Jimmy rig situation. Shank, what yeah. was it called? Shank Co. Grill. Shank Co. Yeah. Um, not Jimmy. Fuck that guy. That guy's a dick. Um, <laughs> but like Shank Co, the, the, that stove, like that's where that can, you know, for, for the less educated person mm-hmm. who maybe has a chunk of change that they don't mind fucking mm-hmm. spending on some gear, they can, they could, you know, cook something that isn't a fish fry. Yeah. You know, they exactly. could, they could actually enjoy themselves, which yeah. it was really cool. Just like from like a love and admiration mm-hmm. perspective to just. You could tell you guys were smiling while you were fucking like oh, I, yeah. I didn't watch the YouTube video. I just listened to it on Spotify. But yeah. like you could just tell that you guys were like smiling and like mm. fucking. Yeah, dude, like this fucking yeah, this, yeah, and this, yeah. and this and this and this and it's like, yeah, it's super interesting to talk to them because, you know, they know a lot about fish and, and fish habitats and what fish eat and stuff like that, because that's kind of what you have to learn when you're fly fishing. Mm. But they don't really eat a lot of fish. So it's like so mm. interesting to like hang out with people like that, that like so, know so much about the habitat and stuff like that. But then, you know, because of conservation is such a huge thing. And so catch and uh, release a lot of the time, right? Catch and release almost always. Um Unless you're fishing in lakes and you can you guys break the rules. No, we didn't cook any of the fish that we caught because we didn't catch any fish. (laughs) (laughs) We, uh, we brought our pre-marinated and, uh, all all of our fish from, but it was cool because the river we were fishing on flows out into Georgian Bay, which is where we fish. So, you know, kind of, kind of makes sense for the, uh, the story of it. But yeah, no, it was super cool weekend. Cool. And like, like minded people. Damn. Nice fucking life. You gotta take that call. Busy. You over there? Steve. Steve. Yeah. Okay, here let's uh, let's take it take it on the pod. Fuck it. <laughs> Hello. How's it going, Steve? You're on the podcast. <laughs> um, while uh, while while Matt's chatting on the phone here, we're just gonna talk about. Actually, you know what? We are gonna pause. And we're back. And we're unpaused. Yes. Um, <laughs> it's like I was trying to like. Yeah, I was like, eh, let's talk about the Michelin Guide. Uh, fuck, I don't know. 
Um, yeah, I'm like I'm, I'm too easily distracted, man. Like I'm yeah. too, well, and you're, you're talking on the phone and I'm like, I can't just like look at the wall and just be and like, just talk. so this fucking shit yeah. or like, just look at the fucking phone and be like, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, but, uh, but yeah, no first topic. Cause, uh, you do have to, we do, we're going to try and keep this one a little on the shorter side. Cause you got, you got places to be fish to fish to try and catch. Just try and catch. Um, uh, the guide, Michelin guide, the yeah. Michelin guide is coming it's to huge. Canada, coming to Toronto. Yeah, and hopefully, it would hopefully happen. Montreal. So, oh, did you actually yeah. think it would never happen? I mean, like, it would happen eventually. Know, cook- it should have happened fucking ten years yeah. ago, but like, it didn't. Yeah. Once you realize, like, when you're younger in kitchens and stuff like that, you realize you're like, oh, I want to work at a Michelin starred restaurant, but then you realize that it's actually just like all for. Um, tourism and stuff like that and ego and ego but it's also it's all paid for by tourism right like yeah. it's not like the guide is you know that's why it's only in select cities in yeah. in uh in the world so yeah i mean it's interesting um anyways we'll get into it but but like fucking yeah today so while we're recording this mm-hmm. it should be announced in the next hour or two probably Crazy. probably by the end of the day mm-hmm. um i'm sure michelin will put something out on their instagram mm-hmm. or 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 uh or their twitter or something like that and 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 they'll announce it but it's fucking i don't know man i think it's i mean like like you're saying it's like once you realize that it's kind of it doesn't actually mean anything mm-hmm. i mean here's the thing it can mean a lot for let's say a struggling restaurant yeah that like because it's world needs the shout out yeah it can do a lot, but for a place like Aloe or Edgeless yeah, or Isabel list, yeah. or fucking like uh, 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 Raval or Canoe or mm-hmm. places like that, that we know we'll get a star or we mm-hmm. assume we'll get a star or like Shoshin or mm-hmm. Sushikaji or um, Saito. Saito fucking, I was like, every time I fucking forget <laughs> the third one, and I'm just like, there's another one yeah. that I'm thinking of. Um, all those places, they're already globally recognized. Mm-hmm. But like, so for them, it doesn't really mean anything because they're just going to keep doing the, f- mm-hmm. the food they're already doing. And yeah. at the, I think at it's the nice. level that they're already doing it. So I think it's, it's like, nice. Like for me personally, like, you know, talking about ego and stuff like that, like I'd always did wonder, like I have staged and worked in Michelin starred restaurants and I always wondered like, you know what it would be like uh to have one in canada and stuff like that and it is kind of validating like if there are any mm. restaurants that i've worked at that do get on that list pearl for sure like i would love pearl go star i think so i mean there are in niagara at least, at I, don't least know one. If, I don't know if they're gonna be outside by, by the so guide. they've already gotten a shout out on fucking the guides yeah uh like instagram recommendations mm-hmm. and stuff yeah so they'll, i mean they'll get a fucking for sure yeah so i mean like they should it's definitely validating for my kind of past career to like know that i was mm. at that level and stuff like that yeah um but yeah i mean i think it's nice i think because like toronto's always been a city that's like trying to catch up with the rest of the world specifically new york and stuff like that with yeah. when it comes to food scene and stuff like that uh and i think this is a nice way to like put it on the map for the rest of the world and at least mm. people can like Maybe there are some restaurants that'll get on there that people don't know about. You know? Yeah, yeah. Maybe, and it, there's also the Michelin recognized, right? Like not, yeah. not the stars, but in the guide. Yeah. So like restaurants like maybe Sakai Bar will get on there. Who knows? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like not not a star, but like 
Yeah, maybe the they, they get a shadow. Yeah, maybe they get a shadow, right? And that's amazing for the business, right? Like, true. true. People come to Toronto from all around the world. They look at the Michelin Guide. You know. Yeah. That's huge. That's a good ass point. Yeah. You think Montreal gets in? I fucking hope so. Right. Like the if, food scene there. If well, you do, if you do do Toronto, you have to do Montreal. Yeah. Because like, if you do that, if you do one and not the other, mm-hmm. like you you you're dumb. Yeah. Like you're just pissing more people off. Yeah. In I wonder, the Canadian food scene because yeah. so many every cook has an infinite amount of respect for the Montreal food scene. Like yeah. if Joe Beef doesn't get a fucking star, someone's yeah, getting Joe Beef's like one of the actually recognized restaurants, like, like without the guide. Like they you know, know like yeah. they are if not if not the most globally recognized Canadian restaurant. Probably. Yeah, I think like I don't I don't even think that's an overstatement. Yeah. I think that's like there's chefs, celebrity like, chefs that might be recognized, but even then, like you know, like Mark McEwen or something like yeah. that. Like, but even then, I th- I'd say like they're pretty like as far as a restaurant and a business and a brand, they're probably the most recognized Canadian restaurant of of this generation. I think for sure, hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent for sure. Like you get think yeah, they like, got like two cookbooks, right? Yeah, there's they've no got they've got two cookbooks. They get constant shoutouts on mm-hmm. fucking every food podcast ever. Yeah fucking rogan the biggest podcast in the world shouts mm. him, shouts him out all the time says it's one of his favorite restaurants cool. yeah fucking, he would like eating there I yeah see that. like lots of meat yeah it's all protein. fucking like all the celebrities and comedians that come in for the jfl go there because mm. he fucking says so and it's like it's it's all that shit where you're like bourdain was one yeah. of his bourdain's favorite restaurant on the that planet like huge, yeah are you fucking the the like the food guy yeah says this is my favorite place in the world. Yeah. And he's been to the world. <laughs> yeah, literally or had, had been yeah. to the world. RIP. Um pouring out for the homies. But like pouring out for the homies. <laughs> I wish I was his homie. Fuck. Yeah. Um but yeah man, like I think I think it's it's exciting. I mean, I was having this conversation with a couple of people recently and like, you know, you'd think yeah, like Edgelos, Isabel, Pearl, fucking mm. uh, three sushi joints. It's such a bummer that Skip is fucking close because I bet yeah. Skip gets a star. Yeah. I would put money on the fact that Ian would get a star. Yeah. And I'm like, ah. Oh, yeah. I w- Which is like such a cool, I, I think it's more of like a, like I know some of these people and mm-hmm. I think that's really cool because you know that like, yeah, food, for, food for them is like certainly an expression of who they are, but it's also their ego. And like, look, we're all fucking human. Mm -hmm. We all like our egos to be stroked at times. Mm -hmm. Like, I think the biggest difference for me is that here in Canada, the only, you know, critiquing of restaurants was, you know, food writers. And right Mm -hmm. now there's not that many food writers. There's like no food writers. There's no food writers. (laughs) This is fucking, there used to be like, you know, Joanne Kate's top 100 list, which is like complete and utter bullshit. Cause she had Ursa on there and the review was the same for like all four years of the operation of the restaurant. (laughs) She didn't come in more than once. It was fucked. So like stupid shit like that, right? Like the bar is set so low for critiquing restaurants and you know, the Michelin guide has its problems for sure. But the thing is, is that, well, and it's like, you have the, we also have like en route, but like en route's, en route is laughable. You pay, you pay money and you will get on that list kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. If, yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't think Edgeless paid when they got best new restaurant, but, They they knew people. Yeah. 
Very new, similar to the San Pellegrino list, I think. Yes. Yeah. 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 Very yeah, much. yeah. Like you have to sell San Pellegrino in your restaurant if you're on that list, which is like hilarious. <laughs> so, anyways, <laughs> but I think what's nice for Canadian it's restaurants so is that you have some, you know, certain restaurants. Like I, I know Jackie at Chosen, like won't give a shit. He, he's just gonna keep doing the same thing that he wants yeah. to do, right? Yeah. But there's other restaurants that you know don't have any uh, comparison, right? Like they don't they can go and eat in New York and they're like, okay, I think my food is as good as this, but like there's no actual tangible proof yeah. or, or whatever. Not, not that that's the yeah. be all and end all, but I think that's, it's nice to be able to compare yourself to another city and, you know, put, mm-hmm. you know, compare a- themselves. Apples right? to apples. Yeah. Instead of apples to I mean? oranges. Exactly. Um, do you think we have, do you think we'll have the same like loosey goosey star system that the States does? Cause like, I don't know. A European star is not mm. the same as an American star. Yeah. Is not the same as different. a Japanese star. Yeah. And you're like, there should be a fucking standardization across the board yeah. because there's three star joints in the States that mm-hmm. should have two stars because yeah. if they were in Europe, they would have two stars. It's tough, right? Because like, there's places like Noma, right? Like Noma had two stars up until like last year, I think. For yeah. All of their years, years of ago. operation. Two years ago. And, you know, there's people in the world that would say that that's They crazy. got three stars while they were serving burgers. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's like, how does that make sense, right? And it was like also the best restaurant in the world for so long and stuff yeah. like that. So it's, it's such a strange thing. And that's what kind of puts it out of perspective for everything else once it gets over there. But it's just, you know, I think for Canada especially, it's it's nice to have their spot and be able to like actually like recognize that mm-hmm. yeah. they're as good, yeah. if not better than some other restaurants in other cities. So. Yeah, fucking A, dude. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm excited. I mean, not that I think the diner will ever be on there but like like you mentioned maybe yeah, yeah probably not but um i mean not like we need to be any fucking busier um <laughs> yeah fucking mother's That's, day um oh <laughs> fucking christ dude yeah but um but no i think like like you're saying it's nice to know that like yeah when when i just gets a star i'll feel a type of way about it. A sort of pride, right? A hundred percent. I worked there. I I was I hundred percent. I contributed to the success of that restaurant. I was there the first year that they mm-hmm. fucking were getting were figuring stuff out. And it took them years to figure yeah. out how they wanted to operate service. But like mm-hmm. hey, even if I was the asshole who fucked stuff up in the corner, it's like mm-hmm. you helped in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. Whether it was you helped them understand that they didn't want to do that style of service mm-hmm. anymore, or you help them understand that whatever the fuck it is, it's like you helped. Exactly. You helped. I helped. And the even even my ego, like it's I, I talk shit about like mm-hmm. it's just an egotistical fucking thing, which it is. It is. But like I'm human. I've but, got an ego. Yeah, and you, and I try and keep it in check as best I can. Validation. But like I'm gonna give myself a little pat on the back For when sure. I see that they get a star. Because it's one thing to hundred percent. There's a lot of cooks that I know that worked in and around Toronto that moved to other places to work in Michelin star yeah. restaurants and actually yeah. worked there for years and stuff like that. So it's one thing to stodge there. That's all I've ever done. But like to work in a Michelin star restaurant and be paid mm-hmm. and stuff like that is a big difference. And so to know that, like get that validation. You could do that, that here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you yeah. know, when and if that does happen, then for sure, like I'll mm. for sure have a sense of pride about it. Do you think any any fucking ramen joints in the city go start? Maybe Kyoka in the beaches. Maybe. Because they make their own noodles and everything. But everything else is, it's very like dumbed down for the rest of the ramen yeah, places, eh? I think. Like maybe like Kyoka would be. Kyoka's great. Um, I, I love them. Yeah. When, whenever you fucking, 
you when you told me about it and then mm-hmm. I, I went there a couple of times i was like oh yeah this is ridiculous <laughs> Fire. and like my girl lives fucking four blocks oh yeah yeah there. so like but unfortunately they're closed whenever yeah we'd want to go and i'm just like oh yeah i used to bike all the way from my dad's house in high park all the way to the beaches just to get <laughs> and go for a bike ride fucking an hour long bike ride yeah. Good jesus and then an hour and a half on the, the way summer. home because you're fucking roly-poly yeah <laughs> <Fuck> <laughs> yeah super full dude oh my god well i mean here's the thing i'm happy that canada gets or the canada or toronto and montreal really toronto montreal and vancouver those are really the only cities yeah and And like uh, the odd fucking restaurant on the east coast like fogo island yeah and fucking it's tough because they're really like spread out. maybe a restaurant in fucking calgary yeah. or edmonton maybe you got like i don't know raymond's but like, and then you got like you know but those are all not in one city they're kind of more spread out like yeah. there's yeah so maybe they'll do it by like region like east mm-hmm. east west central kind of thing yeah or maybe it'll just be individual cities which mm-hmm. which is how they do it now but it's in for, north, for everywhere in, else. in north america yeah in not north america not in europe not in Europe, but they do it in uh, Japan as well that way. Oh, yeah? In, yeah, Tokyo, Kyoto, and Osaka, I think. Are the Those are the only guys. cities? I believe so, yeah. For real? Yep. I thought it was all of, like, all of Japan as, a, as yeah. a unit. Tokyo has its own guide. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. And it was, it was the highest amount of... And then Hong of... Kong would have its own guide. Yeah, and fucking exactly. and mm-hmm. Thailand would have its own guide. Mm-hmm. Or... Yeah. Huh. It's interesting. I, I think they... I mean, it kind of makes sense. I, I would assume that it would be closer to the United States way of of uh of judgment because it's very similar like but like i think for other guides yeah i don't know it's mm. tough yeah and that's and that's where the fucking politics of it all comes into play yeah. and you're just like i don't fucking know man like i don't know i don't know enough people who know enough people at the guide mm-hmm. to know how to decipher that yeah exactly and maybe that's just because i don't pay attention to it anymore but mm-hmm. like for you know 10 years ago yeah you think when 10 years ago you and I would fucking chat about the guide while we were getting yelled at over fucking <laughs> romaine lettuce. You know what I mean? Like frise. <laughs> yeah, fucking or, uh, mash. Fucking frise. Mash lettuce. Stupid fuck. <laughs> Garmage. Frise tastes like nothing, Dusty. <laughs> um, <laughs> kidding. Kidding. Um, Meat carpaccio. Go to White Lily Farms and get their shit, bro. Um... <laughs> Just as good as Footsteps. Uh, <laughs> shout out, Paul. No, I fucking love Footsteps. His, footsteps t- his tomatoes are fucking fire. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Congratulations, Canada. You got the guide. Um, uh, and we're going to take a little pause because I have to pee and then we'll come back and close it out with, with the last topic. Nice. Okay. And we are unpaused for the second time. Um, <laughs> God, bathroom breaks are the best. Bathroom breaks and phone calls, bro. We're. We're just so popular, okay? We're popular, and some of us have really, really small bladders. Um, so second topic, I'm not entirely sure where my brain was. This is definitely mm. during service. Like what time? Yeah, ten thirty, ten thirty p.m. After service, for real? Huh? I might, I might have been high. Um, <laughs> I might have been high when I texted. This kind of makes sense. Um, also, I like how your fucking your contact for me is Tom Tom with a bicycle next to it. Isn't that nice? Uh, even though I'm more of a runner now. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but um, okay, growing up in chaotic love or chaos fueled by hate. Now, there's a good ass chance I was high. 
so this might not mean anything but <laughs> i think i was just i was kind of dwelling on like so when i was growing up i was uh the love was always around mm-hmm. Lo- like uh parents telling me uh me and my siblings that they loved us uh, we would say it to them. Hugs and kisses were like mm-hmm. a mandatory thing in our house. Like hmm. you, when you saw somebody, you gave them a hug, you gave them a kiss, you fucking, mm-hmm. um, you said hello, you embraced them. And do you think that's like a Latin American thing? For sure, in part. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think also my mom was fucking ra- raised too. by hard asses, so mm-hmm. like. And not not to say that like my nana wasn't loving like she's mm-hmm. one of the most loving people I've ever known, um, uh, but but like in that like old school conservative kind of way I see where like it, love was just expressed differently. Mm-hmm. It's not not as physical, not as um, you know more handshakes, less hugs kind of vibe. Yeah, right. But like um, expressed through maybe etiquette. I see. Um, things like that. But definitely Spanish culture for sure dictates very uh, physically affectionate mm-hmm. uh, love. More, yeah, passionate. Yeah. But also uh, when, like I'm, I'm thinking of one of my exes specifically. We're not going to name her. You know exactly who I'm fucking talking about. Um, we're not going to name her. Because yeah, I don't know, maybe it's not important. I, I don't think she would ever listen to this, but like it's not it's not important to call it out. But um the way she was raised mm-hmm. was around a lot of yelling and screaming and mm-hmm. and chaos. Mm-hmm. And I think thus it dictated how uh, our love was shared or our, mm. our understanding of love at the time. And I think it, I, I likened it to like restaurants where you're like there's, there's love in the food and there's love and there's passion in, mm. in your communication uh, of the food to the customer or your food to your staff mm-hmm. or things like that. But like the level of like screaming in old school kitchens and even some kitchens mm. now is like it can be so convoluted that you don't really I don't know if it's if it if if it's as much a hindrance or it's or or it's like a beneficial is is it like does everyone have to experience some version of that so that they can <laughs> figure out whether that's their style or not yeah and like I don't I don't necessarily think it's uh like healthy to express love in a screaming kind of a way <laughs> Certainly, it's not how I understand love. Yeah. It's not how I I choose to express it. Mm-hmm. But but for a while there, it was. I, I, I mean, I'm sure mm-hmm. maybe you remember, uh, you know, I'd fucking talk about arguments that her and I would have. And it would just be like, I don't understand why... Mm-hmm. this is the only way to communicate this like it it, it, it doesn't have yeah. to be it's fucking weird man because like you and i we've always been like huggy kissy lovey fucking jokey mm-hmm. um or at least more so in the last couple of years i think mm-hmm. just since like you know you've been on your journey a lot more and i've been fucking uh trying to you know not offend people but um <laughs> <laughs> but 
But, <laughs> but like, I wonder if, and I, I think we've had similar conversations like this before, but I wonder if kitchens, how much longer they'll suffer from an expression of love like this. Mm-hmm. An ex- like an expression of just flat out screaming or mm-hmm. not like you can't do it in an open kitchen. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can, some people do and it's fucking yeah. wild. Yeah. But like you can only really do it in closed kitchens and with people who don't understand what they're doing. Mm hmm anymore and not like don't understand what they're doing professionally but more they don't understand what they're doing emotionally mm-hmm. um because everyone knows it's not nice to get fucking yelled at like yeah. whether or not they're fucking cognizant of it they know it's not fucking nice yeah so i i, I don't know i wonder I, I think that's where my head was going with that mm. but like fuck if i know well it's interesting that first point that you said about how, when you growing up and expressing love with your family like is so interesting like for me growing up I don't remember one time. Maybe my mom said she loved me, but like I don't, I don't remember it. Mm. Like she definitely expressed loves in like a lot of different ways. Mm-hmm. My father, like nothing, never, never said, said I love you. And yeah. then once my mom passed away, my whole family started saying I love you together mm. to each other, which is like super interesting. Um, but as far as kitchens are concerned, like I haven't. Like I've had my fair share of experience of getting yelled at and stuff like that. I think it's going to get to a point when people just, you know, just won't accept it. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It's just, it's, it's already starting to get to that point. I think like Mm. even the kitchens that I used to work in, you know, um, some, some kitchens that I used to work on, I'll go back into those kitchens when I'm delivering fish, you know, and I won't name names, but um, and it's like a very different atmosphere. And then some of that has to do with, you know, them hiring a lot more people. And, you know, when I was working there, it was just five people working there. Right. And so you were doing the mm. job of what is now being done by three people. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it's, 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 I think that there's like, hopefully less room for that in kitchens because like mm. it's been proven that you can still accomplish great things in a kitchen without screaming and yelling. Yeah. Without, without the lily. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And like, you know, your staff won't be burned out and, you know, you can like actually have respect of people rather than, you know, the fear of people. Shout out 11 Mass Park. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, I mean, I like, I hope that it's, it's, I think it's out of style now and I think it, I hope mm. it keeps going that way because I don't see the point in it, you know, mm. it's, it's, it doesn't need to be like that. Okay. But sometimes though, when you see someone, you're like, for me, it's interesting. It'd feel good just to lace into somebody. Well, for me, it's interesting. <laughs> My managerial style was more so like trying to make someone feel bad when they fucked up. So like not in not in like like a manipulative sort of way, more so just like, hey, um, I came in and this wasn't labeled. So like I had to like redo this for you or I had to do this for you. Mm. And like that was my managerial style. If I came in after a day off and somebody who's working the section for me or whatever it hadn't been, um, had made a mistake i would let them know and be like hey and the thing is for me is that that's kind of a good test for an employee where to see how much they care because if they don't care then they're not going to be they'll like just keep making the same mistake. they'll just be like okay whatever you know what i mean but if they care they're just like fuck i like chef had to like fix my problem for me blah blah because that's how i was when i was growing up in kitchens mm-hmm. i was like if if the chef it would it would hit home way harder if the chef was just like hey look what look what i had to do 
Yeah. Look what you made me have to do. Mm. I had to fix your shit. Yeah. And I was like, fuck, like, oh my this God. This would have taken horrible. you five minutes at yeah. the end of your night instead of and you know better. half an hour. Yeah. And you know better. And you know better. Or you should. And I shouldn't be telling you this shit. Yeah. So that stuff, I think, made me learn lessons way faster than mm. just getting screamed at. Because when I got screamed at, I just turned my brain off. Like, I'm just like, okay, are you yeah, done? Yeah, like, uh. Yeah, I'm just like, are you done yelling at me now so I can just do what I need to do or do what you're yelling at me about not doing? Yeah, 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 <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, that's my managerial style. Um, and, you know, I've had people, you know, in the last couple of weeks when I was at Sakai Bar, um, there was this this one day where I was uh, called off because it was like my last week and stuff like that. And the, the chef who took over for me came in and they were doing some cleaning and stuff like that. And mm. they actually ended up spending the whole day doing cleaning. And then the next day I came in and there was like no prep done. So I was like, Hey, like what the fuck? This is kind of like, why, is, why did you guys not fucking do anything for what? service? Now we're fucking in the shits today. It's five 30 and we were open in half an hour and you're not done your mise en place. Like what's going on? Yeah. And I was, you know, laying into it. But the, the thing is, is like, I wasn't like screaming. I was just like, why isn't this done? Just asking questions, right? And sternly. Yeah. And it was really interesting because he got like very, very visibly upset and very like, you know, sometimes I guess I can take it a little too far, but like also at the same time, I'm like, hey, like this is. You're shooting us all in the foot here. Yeah. This is your job and you didn't do it. Yeah. And you had all day yesterday to do. And let me guess, you'd like a gold star when you do your job. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I actually got like told by Stu to be like, hey, like ease up on him. And I was like, okay. And then at that point, I was like, you know what? It's not my not my position anymore, right? Because I'm leaving at the end of the week. But since then, that guy has come to me and been like, hey, like everything that you taught me. Because I worked a couple of services there last week. And uh, he's is like, that, everything that, that you taught me. Yeah, this is Mike at yeah. Sky Bar. And he's like, yeah, oh. he came into the diner the other week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I got him on the pod. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's a good guy. And Maybe the two of us can sit down with him. You can yeah. talk all the shit. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but he was, they have a new guy that's working there that just gave his notice and was on vacation at the same time. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I was filling in for him and I was like, oh, like. Asking Mike, like, oh, did you teach him to fold your chits when you stab them and stuff like that? You know, not just nimbly bimbly, like, rat poking them and stuff like that. And he was like, yeah. He's like, it's like a pet peeve of mine now. And I was, like, asking him throughout the night when I was working through him. And he's just like, yeah, ever since I worked for you, like, I I can't accept anything less than, like, what this is. So, you know, at the end of the day, Mm. you're still learning, but it's... But I think, but maybe that's, maybe that's kind of where I was going with it originally. It was just like... I think if you apply a certain amount of like pressure to your love, but not chaotic yelling, mm-hmm. it like it can it 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 it, it can translate. Mm-hmm. And whether it's you're reminding somebody something every fucking day, yeah, or not, it's like it's just like even if it's I don't know, maybe it's just like a true fucking test of patience. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think honestly, also, man, I'm fucking, I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm, I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, cause sometimes, cause sometimes you just want to grab somebody and be like, and shake. Why? <laughs> fucking why? <laughs> fucking why? <laughs> but you can't, right? Yeah. You can't because physical assault. That's, um. <laughs> that's the difficulty too of being a manager at the same time is just like, you not only do you have to like do your own job and then worry about everybody else mm. but you also have to like worry about how everybody else wants to be talked to yeah. how they want to be talked to yeah. 
you have to change your voice your tone of voice your actions everything so that they can actually hear the message that Mm -hmm. you're trying to 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 say to them which is much harder you know what i mean it's it's, you know yeah you can just yell at everybody but that's like yeah but then but then you're doing the least amount of work possible because you're just letting your ego run Mm -hmm. and you're like no no no, you gotta keep that shit in check and like don't get me wrong sometimes i'm i'm pretty fucking tight with it and sometimes Mm. if it's a mother's day service and i needed something fucking five minutes ago you can get pretty stern and like it's funny because one of the 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 other cook him and i that were working fucking mother's day brunch it's just two people it's just yeah it's just graham and myself like and you had a dishwasher or no yeah yeah we have a dishwasher yeah his name's uma he's like 60 and he's the he's a g Nice old Sri Lankan Love man. That. He's fucking awesome. He like cracks jokes. Love that. He fucking eats donuts. He likes drinking black tea. He's like nice. he's he's a rad dude. Nice. I fucking love Uma. Um, still wears a mask. We're not really sure why. Um, you're like bro, Uma. You live with like twelve other people. You've definitely had it. Um, like that's statistically impossible for you not to have had it. You work at two restaurants and you live with fucking eight other people or some shit. Yeah. Um. But, uh, but no, he's like, it's just, it's the fucking three of us plus the baker, four of us mm-hmm. for mother's day. And like, I'm just barking donut orders at the fucking baker. And while she's like running around doing her fucking prep, but like, yeah, there was some times where, where Graham, Graham was just like, yeah, like I'm, I'm, I'm getting there. I'm like, yeah, I need you there now. Not getting there. I mm-hmm. need like a fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck. Come on, man. <laughs> now, we're both experienced enough that he knows it's not personal. Yeah. So it's fine. I can but that but moment, that speaks yeah. to your point where it's like you know you 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 figure out who what tones you can use with certain people, right? Mm-hmm. And like our baker, same deal. Like they're both I think a year or two older than me, but like I, because I do what I do, I mm-hmm. am air quotes in charge of them. They mm-hmm. don't really need me to be in charge of them. They both have a standard in which yeah. they hold themselves to. So it's not, it's not a difficult as yeah. far as standard goes, but it's fucking as far as like speed and execution goes, that's where it gets tricky and that's mm-hmm. okay. That all comes with time. Right. But yeah, when I'm speaking to, Yeah. Yeah, man, just fucking, ugh. I don't know. I just, I try, I try, I do my best to express love in every instance mm-hmm. in which I'm speaking to someone, whether it's playfully or mm-hmm. whether mm-hmm. it's fucking uh, 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 sternly or educationally. Yeah. I like, whatever it is, it's like you just try and try and understand that. It fucking sucks. Like I don't know. Like <laughs> I, I like, try really. It, it sucks to care. Yeah. It's harder to care than it. Oh, it's really hard. Like, and and I think that's where like, where probably I give too many shits sometimes because there's instances like in my relationships or past relationships where like I just I wanted to care and I was blindly caring. Mm. I wasn't evaluating. I was just. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm caring and loving because i thought that's the right thing to do and that'll just solve everything and it's like fucking no it doesn't just like it doesn't in a restaurant Mm 
-hmm. It doesn't in your fucking personal life. And sometimes you just need to walk away from situations. Sometimes people need to walk away from jobs. Sometimes Mm -hmm. people get fired from jobs. Sometimes fucking people just need to walk away from their frustration about a fucking dish or a customer. Mm -hmm. But like, it's fucking so much easier said than done. Yeah. Especially on Mother's Day. Yeah. Especially on Mother's Day brunch. Stupid fucking brunch. (laughs) (laughs) fucking christ the worst day in the world to work in a fucking breakfast restaurant yeah uh any restaurant really um but yeah sorry those are all my rambles i'm not really sure where that fucking point was going but um good combo we looped it back around uh we're sitting at about 44 just just over 44 that's great uh let's fucking cap it so we can bike to the east end you can go catch some fitch and uh i what do I have to do tonight? Not go see Doctor Strange. <sighs> see. <laughs> I might actually, I might actually go watch it in the beaches. I'm sure there. there's tickets left. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, it's a Tuesday though. Yeah, uh, we bought ours last night. Yeah. yeah. Doctor Strange. There's just gonna be like fucking seats that are right by the screen. I just have my fucking yeah, head straight up in the air, just being like, "Your neck hurts." Happening. Um, I can't see the top of the screen. <laughs> Did his head just get blown off? Um, yeah, or whatever the fuck. Spoiler alert. Uh, <laughs> Tom Tom Did has Dr. not Strange been dead. <laughs> he has not seen the movie. He's no, lying. No, I have not. Um, but anyways, I love you. Love you too. And uh, we will see, in two see, weeks. see you in two weeks. And talk to everybody soon. Bye for now. See ya.